And it was the creepiest Ouija board you'd ever seen. This was not some slumber party shit. This was like, <laughs> this was like your great aunt's oh, Ouija no. board. Oh, oh no. It was, oh. it was mass produced on a very small level. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Pint-sized paranormal. That reminds me, I just remembered we have a backpack full of French fries. It's <gasps> <my husband. laughs> hey, can you get that backpack full of French fries? No, not for me. Can you bring it upstairs? You just put some more salt in it and shake it and then <laughs> hand it to me. Please <laughs> do that. Uh, tomorrow or like Monday, we'll be like, why are, why are all these French fries in this backpack? No, 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 no. And grease everywhere. No, yeah, but it will smell delicious. Mm. I think because I was a waitress, I don't like that smell. Like the fries in clothing smell. I (laughs) remember that very specific smell from being a waitress and I was no pass. Where Mm. did you work? What was the restaurant? (sighs) Um, One of the places I worked was called Kathy John's. Ooh, and it was Emily's intrigued. <laughs> it was uh, they like right out- too? <laughs> Does, it was- did they like cats with a sassy single lady living in the city? Constantly no. saying, Ack. Ack. No. yeah, it was in Connecticut. Oh. It was near Yukon mm-hmm. and it was one of like the old style, like creamery diner kind of places where like the waitress like would go into their own little path. They weren't out. Have you ever seen those where there's like, how do I explain this? (laughs) There are booths. Like, you know, you come in and you sit at a booth, but like there's like a whole aisle inside where the booths back up against. So the waitress just goes down their own little aisle to each table so you're not actually very out. practical. Yeah. And then you huh. just go back to the kitchen and like make milkshakes and they ring a bell when like you make that. the fancy Sunday. And so you're not running around shit. with hot food and like children and yeah, random it's just people. like little like it was like this. And there'd be like booth, 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 booth. And then you just walk down little thing and talk to all your peeps and then go to the next one. And there's like all the silverware and everything. The bus thing is under there and it's very convenient. That's amazing. But yeah, it's just (laughs) always covered in like ice cream and fucking French fries. And I would like change just for the 10 minute ride home, even though I was like smoking a million cigarettes and smelled terrible when I got home anyway. So I don't know. It's just like, but was it a hundred years ago? So you could smoke in the back of the kitchen because I remember <gasps> that. You I did just, that. Yeah. We, we didn't, we smoked like right at the edge of like the loading dock, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but it was too oh. small of a place to like 
actually smoke inside. In the winter, we would just like stand near the emergency <laughs> exit yeah. and then the manager would be like, you can't smoke in here. Like, we're not in. We're, we're not in. We're I'm out. Near. You guys, when I was in high school, I moved to North Carolina in the like mid to late 90s. And I'm going to not name this place, but our nickname for it was the feeding trough. And where our smoking spot was, was the walk in fridge. <gasps> Ew! What? Gross. <laughs> so gross. How? I don't know. This milk tastes like cigarettes. Why? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. What do these lemon wedges taste like cigarettes? Gross. This iceberg lettuce is a bit gritty. What oh, is this? Is this pepper? Venison <laughs> and hedges? I don't know. Oh my God. One of the two. Yeah. Ghosts of bad decisions past. Mm. Um, my, my daughter says and does uh, uh, things. When we first moved in here, she was a year, just before it, she was a year and a half. And so it's the only house she's ever really known. And she wasn't really that verbal because she was, you know, a year and a half. But around the time she was two, two and a half, she started talking about the black cat, the cat. We have a cat. We have a cat. Um, we have a cat called Lola. And she started talking about black Lola, seeing black Lola at night would come out of her closet. And her closet, when we moved in, her closet didn't have a door on it. So I just hung like a really, you know, fun colored curtain or something. She would talk all the time about Black Lola would come out of her closet and like lay on the floor in the middle of her room. And I'm like, well, that's creepy. All right. So then she stopped talking about it. I shit you not. Joy, four weeks ago, she started talking about Black Lola again. What? And now we've got doors on the closet. And she was like... I miss uh, I miss that black cat. I miss the black cat that used to be in my room. She hasn't talked about it for like two years now. What Not the a peep shit? Out of nowhere, suddenly, I miss that black cat. Do you remember that black cat that used to live at our house? No? Did we, did like, we only yeah, have Lola? Live in quotes. <laughs> yeah. Live. Yes. The one that we buried in the weird <laughs> burial ground in Maine. And then we resurrected it. Yeah. I'll go down that road. It's your cat now, Lewis. But um, <laughs> like two or three nights ago, no, Wednesday night, I wake up at 2 a.m. because I feel something next to me. And you know, have you seen you the movie The Ring? Out. No, you know the yeah. movie The Ring where it's got the yeah. little boy and she opens the closet and like it's the little boy and suddenly like his mouth is like really wide open and his eyes are like black and his mouth is black. Yes. I open my eyes. My child is standing next to my bed, pulling that face. No. And then slowly starts pointing to her mouth. No. And I'm like, what the ever living fuck is happening right now? <laughs> and I slowly, and she has a history of sleepwalking. So I'm like, maybe she's sleepwalking. So I slowly turn her around and walk her back to her room, but she's wide awake. She says, mommy, I'm hungry. So I give her a snack. Right. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm Put hungry. food in this. Yeah. In this bottomless pit in my face. <laughs> and so then I finally like I get her back to bed. And so then the next morning she's talking to my husband before school and she's like, Daddy, Daddy, guess what I did last night? 
He's like, what? She says, I scared mommy and I did a really good job because I just stood next to the bed and I pulled this face and I just waited for her to wake up and <gasps> see me. And it was so funny. What a oh, dick. She's, got, she's a sociopath. Yeah, she's a five-year-old sociopath, number. man. Oh, no. Good times. What a oh, tiny, no. tiny, delicious a-hole. <laughs> I wish I I wish I had so many ghost stories to tell you. Well, hopefully we'll we'll go on a little overnight trip and we'll I'll go on an rate. overnight trip and then we'll traumatize you some more from your rate. childhood. And... I'll be irrationally just confident about the whole experience. <laughs> and then and then by the end, I'll be a true, true, true believer more so than than even now. We'll see. Yeah, and you never well, know. We have a lot of times when we interview people or people are just on the show with us like you are today that they then have things happen after they record with us. No big deal. That's her thing. She can't help herself. <laughs> I can't help it. She can't. Because she, can't. It, she does it to happens, everybody. But it happens. It happened with Kate Spencer after uh -huh. she was on with us. Amber. Shiver up my started spine. With, yep. Started with Amber. It happened with. Andrew. Yep. And mm -hmm. Anessa. Yeah. Anessa's always got stuff Anessa's going on, though, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I love you, Anessa, but so do all the yeah. ghosts. No, the Andrew <laughs> one. The Andrew one was really. Which Andrew? So we interviewed a gentleman um, oh. who, God, he, it was, a, oh my God. The name Betsy. of the episode was The Soul Collector. That should that tell you. you. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, this is uh. Uh, after we recorded that podcast, that episode, that was the first night after we've ever done an interview or anything that neither of us could sleep very well <gasps> that night. Yeah, it was a fucking hard one. And we had like our own little meeting afterwards we like hung up with him and then we were basically like holy what shit the oh my god he like died and his ancestors brought him back like with yeah. <laughs> so one of the things is that one of the things from the haunting is there had been knocking on his bedside table at three o'clock in the morning or something that would wake oh, like him up. the wall or something like yeah there's some the, kind of yeah. knocking yeah and they'd moved house and since they moved like it happened one time and it was always around christmas time and it happened once after they moved and it hadn't happened again and it had been a few years and he emails us a few weeks later and he'd had knocking after he'd been on with us he had a random night when it knocked and it happened to be the night that i was working on that episode to publish the next day and i was like get out of my bedroom while I'm editing. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Listen, I'm sorry for any hauntings that happen after this episode. <laughs> Am I weird that I, I'm excited? No, that's great. No, she's going to message just be like, so I made my own spirit board <sighs> out of a shoebox. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I won't fuck with that <laughs> my husband found one at the junkyard once and it wasn't even like a parker brothers one it was like some creepy one that had like a creepy man in a in a, a hat like a shroud on the <laughs> he found it at a fucking junkyard and i was it, like it that cannot there, be right? in our home he brought it home he brought it home and i was like you can't have no it. 
quickly. Yeah. Where is it now? Get a divorce. Burn your husband. No, wait. <laughs> That's the wrong way. <laughs> fuck, kill, marry. Uh, uh, what uh, is uh, it? Just fuck, kill, marry that Ouija board. Where um, is it now? I don't know where it is now. Uh, I think it would. I think. <laughs> I don't know where, I mean, it, if there's a Ouija was, board at the junkyard, there's a reason that someone took it to the junkyard. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it was the creepiest Ouija board you'd ever seen. This was not some slumber party shit. This was like, this was like your great aunt's <gasps> oh, Ouija no. board. Oh, oh no. It was, oh. it was mass produced on a very small level. Oh, that is like a, not a polite dark entity no, inhabiting that. No, no. no. So creepy. <gasps> yeah, I hope oh it's not God. still. Yeah. No, it's not. Okay. It's not. Okay, good. That's well, good. Way to go, Ari. Thank you. Yeah, cool. keep us updated on that lack of haunting <laughs> that you have at your house. If you have stories of things that go bump in the night, a weird guy in a hat watching you sleep, Kids saying creepy shit. Aunt Ethel communicating from the great beyond. Or, you know, anything that makes your blood run cold and doubt your sanity for a second. Exactly. Pop us an email about it to theresidualspodcast at gmail.com. Find and follow us on Twitter at theresidualspod. No cast, just pod. And on Instagram at the underscore residuals underscore podcast subscribe rate review tell your friends about us the more the merrier and until next week don't be afraid of the dark but i will no doubt bye bye I miss the black cat that used to be in my room.